well, going off of what you're talking about as far as characters, Mallory, who's the main character, she sucks. And here's why. Um, so the author makes her unreliable by making her a crackhead. Okay. <laughs> and then he just says, well, crackheads, sometimes their brain's foggy. That's it. That's, that's the extent of her unreliableness. That is weak sauce. You gotta do better than that. And then when she's going around talking about, it's a ghost, Anya, she's making me draw on the wall. I'm like, girl, even I know, because I'm the reader, I know there's a ghost and even I don't believe her. Welcome to the Novel Universe with your hostesses, Ashley and Dawn. We rate and review the newest and most buzzworthy books. We are true book club girls who don't always agree, but do enjoy a good book discussion. I'm Ashley, the Fantasy Architect. And I'm Dawn, the Criticizer of Books. Grab your favorite beverage and come and enjoy our universe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Novel Universe with your lovely hostesses, Ashley and Dawn. Today, we're going to be talking about Hidden Pictures by Jason Reculock. Reculock? I I still, like, have no idea how to pronounce that last name. Close enough. Apologies in advance. So sorry. Um, and if you are new to our podcast, we basically will do a non-spoiler review, and then we'll tell you when we're going to spoil it, and so you can pop in whenever you're wanting to listen to see if you want to read it or if you just want to hear what we have to say. Um, because Don and I do not discuss the books until we come on the podcast. So all of this is all new to us. This is all real life action. So, um, we are not going to be reading another book for December. December is our, like, wrap-up month that we do where we talk about the books that we didn't like for the year and our top ten books of the year for us. So, I'm curious if you have hit your reading challenge yet. I have had to drop mine due to work purposes, but I know Dawn has excelled on hers. So, you know. I didn't make a goal. You make yours though. I didn't make a goal on Goodreads this year. Okay, well she's already excelled though. I know how many books this girl's read. She's read a lot. <laughs> okay, so without further ado, here is Hidden Pictures um, by Jason Reculak, and I also want to say by Will uh, Stahil. Yeah, I think that's how you say his name. And Dogi Honer, they're both like illustrators for this book, um, so just wanting to highlight their work as well before we talk about it. So Hidden Pictures is a paranormal mystery, is what I'm going to say, basically. <laughs> it's about a woman who works as a nanny um, for a young boy that has like strange, disturbing attributes. Um, she's fresh out of rehab. Mallory takes a job um, working in a nice like bougie suburb in New Jersey and she's supposed to look after five-year-old Teddy. Well, Teddy starts to have these drawings that start to emerge of someone that is being dragged into the woods and no one can explain it. It's the work of someone that is uh, older than five-year-old Teddy. And so Mallory essentially sets out to figure out what in the world is going on because the drawings start off very vague and then they start to get more detailed. That's all I'm going to say. It's a paranormal mystery, dude. 
pictures. There's pictures in this yeah. book. There are all pictures. Um, so, John, what did you rate this book? Um, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. I think I know I think I know why too. Okay. When I was writing out my thing, I was like, ooh. <laughs> um, so for me, I'm floating between a three and a half and a four. The four is extremely generous because of how this book is told. That's okay. all I'm not I'm not gonna go into too much detail with that, but it's like because of the nature of the story, like my gut response is like oh my gosh and then when I was actually like dissecting like what I read and what I have to go off of you know things started to vary a little lower hmm. but yeah okay so I didn't I didn't love it Dawn I didn't not like, not like our last book <laughs> okay so we're gonna get into our dislikes I think I know what your first one's gonna be. What do you think it is? <laughs> I think it's because there's no character development. That's um, part of it, but it's not my number one. <laughs> okay. It's number two. <laughs> this book was boring AF. It was so boring. No. It was so boring. I was promised <laughs> thrills and chills. And I got none of the above. So, okay. if last month's book was a Hallmark movie, this book was a Lifetime movie. And I like Lifetime movies. But this was the boring kind of Lifetime movie. And I'll just say that. That's that's all I'm going to say as far as... But, like, the whole thing? You thought the whole thing was boring, though? Yes. It was predictable. I predicted what was going to happen probably 25% into the book. And I was correct. Oh. Okay. Well, not not like not. not like everything, but I predicted who the baddie was, like spot on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I did not. I think it's cuz I listened to it. I did too. Did you listen? Yeah, but I found the book at work and then I was like, "Oh, there's pictures in here." <laughs> Oh, look at that. Okay. No. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I, my biggest dislike for this book was probably the lack of character development. There were some, I had some issues with some of the characters versus, like, the mystery itself. Like, I was intrigued with the mystery. I was there for it. Um, but because there was just some the lack of character development for me. Like, I was kind of like, oh, we just are going to scoot across that. Like, that didn't happen? Okay. Um, where did that come from? Type Like, I had more of those come up, which is usually not a thing for Ashley. Usually I'm, like, all for, like, a plot-driven book. Um, and a lots of times, like, I do enjoy more of a character-driven book. So it's like, this one is 100% plot-driven. So if you do not like plot driven books this probably will not be a book for you <laughs> i mean character driven book sorry you don't like character driven books <laughs> i'm all confused you know what i'm saying yeah you saying? are because i'm confused now oh my lord if you do not like plot driven don't read this book okay 
There you go. That's all. <laughs> That's all that. But you're saying well, well, going off of what you're talking about as far as characters, Mallory, who's the main character, she sucks, and here's why. Um, so the author makes her unreliable by making her a crackhead. Okay, <laughs> and then he just says, "Well, crackheads sometimes their brains foggy." That's it. That's that's the extent of her unreliableness. That is weak sauce. You gotta do better than that. And then when she's going around talking about, it's a ghost, Anya, she's making me draw on the wall. I'm like, girl, even I know, because I'm the reader, I know there's a ghost, and even I don't believe her. It was like, it, it was inserted there, because he, like, remembered that she had, was a drug problem. Yeah. That's what I felt like. Yeah. Like, he remembered, but like, oh, yeah. I have to touch here. Like, like I have to make my, my touch point over here. Like, she has to struggle just a little bit yeah. when she sees the needles, you know, or the oxycodone. She, she has to do it. And it's like, boo, she has not picked up anything this whole entire dang book. She hasn't even talked about it. She's just sitting there watching her Hallmark movies and having, you know, <laughs> the time of her life because she's living in a fantasy world trying to make her world better. And then you're going to tell me that she walks into a house and all of a sudden, oh, do I take it? Do I not? She's not like. <laughs> yeah. That part, like, I was like, dying. I was in the car listening to that part and I'm like, just because she saw it in a medicine cabinet, she's all of a sudden triggered. I mean, okay, sure. But like you said, she, he ain't mentioned it at all. All of a it was sudden. A touch point. Just to remind you, just to remind you, she's a crackhead. Or was one. I forgot, too. I forgot, too. Like, up until that point, like, her sobriety, he made it seem like she was doing real good. Mm -hmm. You know, didn't need to worry about it no more. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, it looked at me. Do I make (laughs) eye contact? Like, that's what I felt like. (laughs) He saw it. (laughs) And I feel like the reason why she is an addict was explained way too late way too late oh yeah because it made it made her so unreliable um for who she is and for watching a five-year-old for watching a five-year-old yeah yeah that's all i have to say (laughs) yeah like that and we're of course not gonna say but that could have come earlier on in the book and it would have made her a better character, I think. Right. It, yeah. Right. Definitely, I agree. You would have understood the struggle a little bit more. Yeah. You would have understood, like, her caringness towards Teddy and, like, wanting to keep things, like, in this magical realm, like, all of this stuff. Like, you would have understood it a little mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. It was your next thing. Um, This book was, well, I already kind of said it. It was incredibly predictable like I predicted the baddie I predicted who and who and what were the the red herrings it was so obvious and the big reveal was I hate books when they do this thing where the big the the big reveal is predicated by one itty bitty little mention in a conversation that has nothing to do with nothing. Just some off, just some rando conversation is the major clue. 
but it's never brought up again. It's not, it's not in the person's character. It's not a part of their behavior. It's not a part of their personality. It's just some random conversation. And if you weren't paying attention for that 2.5 seconds, well, then you missed the big clue. I don't like that. And that, this book did that. And I hated it. Yeah, see, um, the big reveal I was not expecting. Because it didn't set you <laughs> up for it. It just came out of nowhere. I, like, literally the last two hours of this book, I was like, what? What? You know, like the whole time. Um, but to go off of what you were saying, like, there's, you know, an interest with Mallory, um, and I didn't feel like this specific interest was, I just, I just feel like it kind of fell flat because it kind of came out of nowhere. There's a love interest that happens with Mallory and it's like, but where did this come from? Like one little touch of the cheek. That's what did it, you know? smell under panties that's what did it i don't know like it's just <laughs> oh god it's so bad but like i i just found it so i don't know like it just it wasn't good like it was not it could have been done so much better it's a lifetime so movie it's a lifetime that would have happened to the lifetime movie like, and while you're watching that Lifetime movie, you would be like, oh my God, it would have been good in a Lifetime movie, but in a book, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, Speaking I of the boyfriend, like I am sick of the lying to the love interest trope, knowing oh. that they're going to find out and be pissed and that's the climax. I'm so sick of that trope. As soon as she lied, this is not a spoiler, but she doesn't want to tell the love interest that she is a recovering addict. And so she lies and says that she goes to Penn State and she's on the run team. And because he lives, you know, in this big fancy town with, you know, fancy parents and she doesn't want, you know, she doesn't want the stigma. Right. So she lies. And she keeps saying, I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him tonight. Oh, I can't tell him because he's wearing a blue tie. I don't know. She kept saying some dumbass excuses why she couldn't tell him. Of course. Of course he's going to find out. And of course he's going to be pissed. And of course that's going to be the climax. It's like, authors, you are beating that trope to death. Please make it stop. Because there's nowhere to go with that trope. You can't do anything different with that. You can't make it your own. So the whole time, I'm yeah. just like, all right, when's the shoe going to drop? Oh, oh, it's coming. Uh, I know it's coming. When When's she going to get found out? Right. Yeah, no, I was doing the same thing because I was it, – it it's the way that it's done. There are some people that do do that trope, and it's like, okay, like, but it's not – it's not the whole climax of the whole entire story. It's a it's a layer of the climax part. <laughs> okay. Um, but this one was just like, okay, you you know you know it's gonna happen, so you're just waiting for it, and mm -hmm. you're like, just tell him you're a big girl. You've done all these things well. It's okay. Yeah. You know, 
And I, I was, had a problem with that too. I was hoping the author was going to do something different. I was like, okay, no. This author has won a Hugo Award. Like, that's a big deal. Or he was nominated for one or something. Right. I was like, okay, this author is not going to go for that. He ain't going to fall for that trope. He not. He going to do something different. No, he didn't. He did the trope. I just have one last, like, little nitpick. Okay. Do you have anything else? Um, like... nope. So, is it nitpicking time? Do you have it's, any nitpicks? It's nitpicking time. It's nitpicking time! Um, so I had an issue with Mallory. So Mallory is hired as a nanny. I was a nanny for ten years. I would never let this woman into my house. <laughs> that is not... Like... Oh my god. The, the amount of stuff that this girl gets away with as a nanny is no, 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 no. Like, people have been fired for less. And you are a nanny fired for less. in a fancy suburb, yes. like a fancy. In a fancy suburb, yeah. and there's, there's shit that goes down there, too. Like, there is. Like, but the stuff... Falling asleep on the couch for four hours <laughs> while he goes and plays Angry Birds. He's Are five. You kidding? This kid is five, by the way. Five. No. Five. Five years old. Uh, no. I commend. I'm not. I'm not saying that she was terrible and the the make believe and the fact that they did all this stuff together. Great, that's what you're supposed to. You're supposed to play with them, you're supposed to be there for them, feed them, whatever. But Sir, are you joking? No. Then performing a seance and asking this dude to watch this kid that you've only just met. Are you joking? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that's funny. I I was like, oh my gosh. Like <laughs> I guess I could talk about that. And uh, hold on, no. I'll wait. Well, no, it's not really a spoiler. She has this whole, like, pee stick thing, right? That she, like, uses as her get-out-of-jail-free card with them if they suspect any foul play. They tell me why this, all of this other stuff happens. And the one time she d she does it, it's because she insinuates it. You want me to take a test? I can prove to you I'm not crazy. We're under the influence. I'm like, no. That girl would have been peeing every day. <laughs> every day. Every day. No. <laughs> okay, you ready to move on to your legs? <laughs> yeah, I only got two, and they're not, like, big ones. Okay. Um, I thought the first chapter was pretty good. I'm not sure... Why? I guess it was to set up that she could see ghosts. I, I don't know. Uh, and I like Mitzi. I thought Mitzi was funny. She was a hoot. She had a couple of good lines, and I was cracking my I was cracking up. And that's yeah. the only thing I liked. The one character. So sad. <laughs> um, yes, I actually was there for the paranormal, actually, because when I heard about it being a mystery I was expecting like the fact that like you know her 
interference or he saw some neighbor like kill somebody or whatever it was and he's just trying to communicate like that he saw them do it essentially and didn't know how to tell it in like a five-year-old's words um but the fact that there were like there's like an actual ghost I was like oh I'm here for it okay like that like that is probably the first time I've read that in our thrillers that that we have read it's usually been like someone's just so psychotic that they go into a spiral yeah oh I like that um I did also like the fact too that um that the book actually has drawings in it like I wish I would have seen that personally like like the whole time like, like I wish I would have been able to like read with the pictures because I saw them after I finished the book and I'm like <laughs> so kudos to them for actually doing the pictures you know and putting them like in the book and stuff like that I feel like yeah. it would have been a different experience but yeah and Mitzi was crazy and I liked her I was careful <laughs> She was the only character that I felt like had a had a backstory. She stuck to her guns. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> only character. <laughs> yep. So that's all I got, though. Other than like the reveal was a surprise to me, but I won't say it because it's a spoiler. So yeah. Well, it was a surprise yeah. to everybody because it came out of nowhere. Uh, it was a surprise, and I was there for it. So okay. that's why, like. My ending thoughts were like, oh my gosh, a four! Because I was so surprised. (laughs) I was like, oh my god, a three. That's what I said. Oh my goodness. Well, if you guys are only listening for our non spoiler review, um, our next podcast is going to be our year in reviews, like we talked about at the beginning. So we hope to catch you around for that. If you're curious to hear our spoiling thoughts, that's what we're going to do in five, four, three, two, one. Let's talk about the ending, shall we? All right. <laughs> if you hear that noise in the background, want- it's, it's my computer. It's doing some stuff. So sorry. Um, what would you say? I said let's talk about the ending I guess the big reveal so yeah. we finally learned that there is in fact as readers we know that there's a ghost like Anya is yeah. ghost hanging out possessing Teddy and all this other stuff and then starts to communicate through Mallory and starts possessing her while she's sleeping and like all of this stuff so then Mallory and Adrian decide we need to get to the bottom of who's trying to talk to us because they keep thinking that this person that was possessing her was someone who had um was killed originally like in the house and all of this stuff or her body went missing if you will and there was a bunch of blood everywhere and they had no idea what happened to this girl we don't gotta recap because if they're here they already know Right. So, did you know that Teddy was a girl? No, they came out of nowhere. That's what I'm saying. What the hell was that? She was just okay, like, ooh, I- you got nipples or boobies or whatever. Okay, and kids are curious. Boys would say that too. Like, Right. And I didn't even think about the fact that, like, 
Teddy's been wanting to wear the same purple shirt. I didn't even think anything about it because purple is such a unisex color, right? But the only thing that I've that I could pull out of it is that Teddy goes to the bathroom alone all the time. Like she doesn't help Teddy use the bathroom at all. Not once. So I don't know, like, like she's never like <laughs> Have you, have you never seen him in his underwear, like, or anything, like, to change him? He's wetting the bed, like, all of this stuff. And I just thought that was weird, because the only time we start to, like, mention it even a little bit is, like, at the ending where they're in the pool shower, and, you know, that's when she notices, but we don't even know until later that Teddy's a girl. Yeah, I'm I kind of sometimes I flake when I listen to books and I don't even remember. Sometimes I miss small details that I know I shouldn't, especially when I'm reading a mystery, I really should be paying attention to details. And I totally missed that he went to the bathroom by himself. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even catch that. I, I it wasn't until I was like looking back, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, like he was always in the bathroom by himself. Never asked for help in any capacity to get changed or anything." And I'm like, very peculiar and it would you know be... but yeah he makes comments about Mallory's body and asks like things too like how do you know that you're a girl you know like there those things were happening and I'm like how do how did we miss this like, <laughs> yeah how did we miss that like she's trying to ask for help <laughs> well I would just I mean kids are weird you know sometimes they only want to wear the same thing over and over who but I suppose if an author is specifically saying it, you, we probably should be paying attention to that. That's usually how that goes. But why, if if you are trying to pass your daughter off as a boy, why would you hire someone to take care of them? Like, And not tell them. You would think the not first conversation them. would be, hey my 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 son is trans Mm -hmm. that's a perfectly acceptable conversation to have with a nanny and then there would be no red flags then you'd be like oh okay right cool right he wants to go to the bathroom yeah you know anyway so there was that and then let's talk about ted's interest in mallory it's so weird i'm sorry well i wasn't shocked because men are gross some men are gross and i mean I the hugging and to leave together the... no <laughs> that that came out of nowhere but like being being, being creepy I, I wasn't shocked about <gasps> the creepiness but when she slept in the bed after he i was like girlfriend no i would have to go to the hotel <laughs> i'm like, staying here i would she didn't even call adrian i'm like hello Paul, you're getting out of jail free card. He has offered. Hello. I didn't. No, I, that's so. There's tissues on the side of the bed, and your underwear is in it. No. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Um, I did feel bad though that he got shot though. <laughs> uh, I didn't care. <laughs> that psycho made it out. Like. For a little bit. So I 
guess let's talk about um, Caroline, right? And her. I mean, I guess it was her the whole time. I'm like, I was like, Ted is a red herring. He's he's an obvious red herring. It's gonna be a main character. It ain't Mitzi and it ain't Adrian. It's gotta be Caroline. I mean, this is a Lifetime movie. Of course, it's gonna be two women pit against each other. Yeah, I didn't it's know a that. So I, I thought it was Ted. No, I thought no. Caroline was covering up for Ted. No. Like good old housewife style, you know, like. He's going to be hard on you, but don't worry. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. No. A girl was an addict herself. Uh, she's crazy herself, this woman. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe that she stole, she stole this daughter, <laughs> you know, and just took her away from this mom and then wouldn't give her back to her and then have her husband, like, help kill her. Are you kidding me? like that take and like when she was you know dishing out her heart and the fact that she was so like narcissistic and just like totally believed that she was right and like all of her feelings were validating and talking like this I had to do it Mallory because I've been trying so long to get pregnant We've had such a hard time. And then I just saw my chance and I took it. I mean, that part I'm not, like, shocked about. I I watch a lot of true crime, man, and people will do some wild, wild stuff. That wasn't shocking. The dumb part for me was that the whole thing about her not being able to have kids or something about having kids... That was in one itty bitty conversation, and that is the big the big reveal. Like I'm supposed to pay attention to that bullshit? Come on, no. We needed more. I mean, yes, there were a couple times where she like snapped off, but I just thought she was stressed out. I don't know. So well, her drinking was odd to me. Like her frequent outbursts of like all of a sudden, like she would not be okay was odd i was like oh it's a lot of character for you anyway but i i thought i wanted to understand like the paranormal part of like anya possessing her child to basically get them to stop taking her away was there an explanation you know or were we just supposed to be like she's at peace now she's at peace when caroline died that was that was what I gathered, and I thought it was really odd because I'm like, it's not like she, her soul is in the house. It's like, and her soul is nowhere. Like, it's floating. You know, like it's not. It's not. Maybe it was anchored to her daughter. I don't know. But yeah, it was odd to me. I don't understand that at all. But the last part, though, where like. I felt like Mallory showed some growth in the last part where she's running through the woods with Teddy and like knows that like her parents are insane. And she's just like, I just got to get this girl like to some level headed people. I was like, all right, you okay. You're going to be all right in the world. You're going to make good decisions. You're going to do what you need to do, you know, (laughs) but yeah, it was terrifying. 
absolutely terrifying, and I felt bad that Mitzi had to die. Someone had to die. You know what? At, at some point when they were in Mitzi's house, she said she found crumpled tissues. And my first thought was, ew, was he jacking off in Mitzi's house? No! No! <laughs> she said she found crumpled tissues on her floor. I was like, ew! Ew! But I don't think that actually happened. I don't know why he mentioned that in the book, but... Maybe he did. Maybe he did. Because he killed her. He killed her. Ew. Gets off on dead bodies? Uh, that would not surprise me. Laced her with baby powder? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, how do you, first of all, how do you not smell baby powder? It's just the question. She was just trying to get it done. I don't think she was noticing stuff. I think she was just in a state. Oh, anyway. Well, I don't watch a lot of, like, Lifetime. Maybe I would have picked up on these red herrings and who done it so for me it was a great experience if you do not watch that show at all you want a little ride for your life there you go it's good <laughs> lifetime movies are tip they're like total opposite from hallmark movies lifetime movies are usually about a woman who's in a bad state and then something bad happens and she defeats the badness because she's a woman and she can take care of herself. Whereas Hallmark movies are, you know, they're about relationships. And Hallmark, uh, Lifetime movies are opposite of relationships. Opposite. It's usually a crazy woman that she has to defeat because she's like the mistress. Or it's a co-worker that's crazy or a boss that's crazy. And she has to... <laughs> Lifetime movies are great. Yeah, that's what this was. She had to defeat the crazy mom because she's the nanny and she's overcoming her drug addiction and she has to defeat the crazy mom and the creepy husband. No. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I just, I... (laughs) I obviously have seen way too many Hallmark movies and not enough Lifetime. (laughs) So, that's the end of today's book podcast. Uh, we really hope you guys enjoyed our podcast and we'll catch you next time for a year in review and bye see you later bye 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 bye